Hey everyone, welcome to the Relaunch Podcast. And I have to say, when you're, you know, you're kind of thinking about who's coming on the show, and today has been a, a great day of guests, but there was one that I knew was gonna kind of like end my day for me. And it just literally lit me up all day. And her name is Tori Archbald. She is the CEO and founder of Powerful Steps, an online community and platform for women making a global impact. That's all of you. Through five programs, she empowers C-suite level women to embrace their stories, unleash their power and elevate their careers. As the host of the Powerful Stories podcast, Tori shares her tips for living a more powerful life. Previously, we're gonna talk more about this, she founded Torstar, Australia's renowned brand and communications agency, where she led a team that delivered award-winning work for top brands like Zara, Nespresso, Sea Folly, Sulkin, 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 <laughs> Sulkin, and, <laughs> and whatever it is, that's big time, and Victoria's Secret, to name only a few. Notably, Tori's launch event for Zara in Sydney, imagine this, drew over 22 thousand attendees, making it the most successful retail launch event for Zara to date. She currently is in Sydney where she is loving life, but most importantly, we are going to really hear from a woman that has had so many major relaunches, but guess what? She's just getting started. You're listening to the Relaunch Podcast, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, best selling author, speaker, and transformational coach, widely recognized in the worlds of neuropsychology and business launches, which cultivated the one and only 3HQ method, helping midlife women, yep, that's me too, rebuild a life of purpose, possibility, and inspiring business ventures. Each week, We'll be diving into the stories that brought upon the most inspirational relaunches while sharing the methods and the secrets that they learned along the way so that you too can have not just an ordinary relaunch, but an extraordinary relaunch. Tori, welcome. So excited to have you on the show. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. What a warm welcome. Thank you so much, Hillary. Well, you know, I always love when I do the research on people and there are automatically, and yeah, sure, we get questions and everything, but I'm like, oh, there is so much beneath the surface. I am hoping to uncover something today that you have not actually shared anywhere before. Let's try to I go there. <laughs> I want people to say, wow, this is new. This is fresh. This is Tori at her best. Okay. All right. Let's do it. So where we're going to start is this. We are going to start with, you've had many relaunches and there are those most significant ones that truly changed the trajectory of your life. And I'd like to open it up with, 
you know, if you can share with us one of the most impactful so that our audience can really get to know the real Tori. Oh, thank you so much, Hilary. Look, I think this is such a powerful question and your business is such a powerful tool for women to rise. But I truly believe where the most impact has come from my life is through rejection. And I think rejection is projection. And when someone says no, I've always got this saying, I can and I will. And when I came back from the working holiday visa, which was basically the university of life for me when I moved to London in my early 20s, I arrived back into Australia and I realized and recognized the power of storytelling. And I recognized that people were so far behind in the way that they were tapping into brands and storytelling to create and deliver impact that I came up with an idea that I would start my own agency with no experience, no media connections and no money. Okay. Again, and how, old I remember, are you, how old are you right now I'm when you're doing this? At this time. I love that. I'm 24. I'm 24 so years of age. And I thought, what, you know, you, you need to get feedback when you have an idea, especially when you have no money and you have no relationships in the, in the area that you actually want to excel at. The best thing you can do is to go and connect with other people. And I'm a big believer in the power of connection and communication. So I started coffee dating with people and telling them my idea. And there was one distinct coffee meeting with an ex-boyfriend of mine who then went on to be the chairman of a global media agency. And I remember sitting down with him and saying, I want to create an agency that's going to build really powerful brands. I'm going to work with the world's top performing retailers, celebrities, and influencers, and I'm going to make an impact. I said, I could just feel it in my bones. Mm -hmm. And he said, I don't think you should do that. You've got absolutely no experience, no connections. I think you should go off and get married, have three kids, join a few golf clubs, and <laughs> that'll be your life story. Like, forget about it. And I remember just sitting there, absolutely gobsmacked, going, no one will believe in me. Now, I believed in myself. I always have. I've always backed myself. I've always said self-belief is my superpower. I wrote a book about it. I remember walking out of that coffee date. And I literally, I don't know whether we can swear on your podcast, Hillary. Yes, you can. But I literally, you may, you may. Like, and, and I don't know what gobsmack you. is, but, but I got to tell you, gobsmack could be my new favorite word. <laughs> It's so good. And I also, I love this coffee dating. I will. We're having a coffee date right now, you realize, because you, came, you came with two cups of coffee and I've got my tea right here. So we're having a coffee tea. It's a coffee tea talk. Exactly. It's a coffee tea talk. And I walked out of that meeting and I literally was like, fuck you. I am doing this. <laughs> Everyone said no to me. Yeah. And no one in Australia would give me a chance. And I knew, and you know this through the power of business as well. You need one marquee client to make a difference. Totally. You need one standout client that's going to put you on the map, that's going to get people talking. But most importantly, with that client that you attract, it has to be anchored to your values, intent and purpose. So I said to myself, if I anchor every single move that I make to passion, because I was really passionate about creating and building brands, building my own business and really making a difference out there, integrity, because I didn't want to work with assholes and delivery was a third value because you're only as good as the last podcast chat, the last presentation, the last delivery of what you do along with my intent and purpose was to create and build powerful brands around the world, make an impact, deliver extraordinary sales for people. That one client was going to put me on the map. And so I went about. Okay, hold on, hold on. You you move fast and I can, I can keep up with you, no fast. doubt. But I have to say, when you say you, you said passion, 
integrity and delivery. And Mm. you know what? You and I are so aligned. I would even go in as much and say the joie de vie, that joy of life, right? The fun factor of bringing it all together. And there was one other thing you said, rejection is projection. Mm -hmm. So were you finding from the time you were having these coffee dates to things started to work out? I often find people are rushing through the building phase, right? We want it. Why is it taking so long? It didn't take that long for that person or that person. But a lot of times we don't know what's really behind the door. So what was holding me back is in Australia, we've got something called tall poppy syndrome. Now, this is something I've never spoken about, where in America, everyone opens doors, everyone's open to giving you an opportunity, right? As long as you deliver, and then the relationship continues. So I had this idea to start an agency because I had no credibility in my market, everyone was saying no. So what did I do? I made a call to someone in London and mind you, I'm 24 years old at this point in time who I'd been coffee dating with over there. And I said, I know you've just started your business in Australia. I need a marquee client. This is my idea for my agency. How can you help me? That's how I landed my first client, which was the equivalent of Neiman Marcus in America, was called David Jones, was the number one luxury retailer over here. And ironically, many years later, I got to work with Neiman Marcus and launch them into Australia for their online business. So with that one client came relationships. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about relaunching ourselves, it's like, what's your message? How are you connecting with people? How are you building forward momentum? So out of rejection, you've got to find a solution. You've got to switch your mindset. You've got to take your idea to the next level. And not every door is going to open for you. So, you know, when you say to me, you know, what was the biggest lesson? The biggest lesson is just because someone says no to you doesn't mean that it's not yes for you. If you believe you can do it, you will. And that's how I ended up building this agency and attracting the world's top performing brands. And I'd always ask them, how did you find me? Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, it was, we heard you're incredibly passionate. We heard you work with integrity, but most importantly, we know that you deliver. So those so great. values that anchored me to my very first client, my very first idea have stayed with me ever since. And they've served me so well. You're an expert in branding, PR. And so a lot of people haven't really connected with their core values. They haven't quite put it all together. How do you get people to really figure out, like you just nailed them. You're like, hey, it's passion, integrity, and delivery, right? Mm -hmm. And Equally so, as I said, it's that, you know, the joy, it's having the fun, it's, mm. it's, it's the next step beyond, but a lot of people haven't quite nailed it and they, and they haven't quite put together their personal core values with their business core values. So what do you, what, how do you get them to kind of align with all of that? It's a great question because it's something that I teach female entrepreneurs now and I break it down. It's a five, it's a five story framework, right? So you've got to do the work. And this is what I can recommend everyone to do. A lot of people journal, but I say open a Google doc because you can update it at any time, right? And it's going to serve not only your personal life, but your business life as well. 
And to understand your values, your purpose, how you're going to step into your higher self, how you're going to better lead and serve people, you first got to understand who you are, right? So the way I look at it is this. The first part of your story is like, who are you? Where did you grow up? What were your parents like? You know, what was your family life, your school life like? Like, for instance, I was the talker at school. I was always being told to be quiet. Everyone, is that shocking? Is that shocking to anyone out there? (laughs) Yeah, no. It's actually one of my biggest assets. Absolutely. You know, so I look at that. I write it down. I go, that's an asset. I'm a communicator. I'm a global communicator, Mm -hmm. right? So I look at that first part of my story and I can write on the side of it in the comments, that's an asset. Second part of your story is when you left school, what did you want to, what did you want to be? Who did you want to become? What was your first job? What did you step into? What were the key learnings? What doors opened for you? What shut? How did you find your why? Yeah. Okay. So hold on, Tori. Tori, what was yours? What was yours? What did you want to be? So it's really interesting. I've always trusted my intuition as to what I've stepped into with business. What I wanted to be was someone who could create and deliver impact for other people. Mm. But later on in life, I discovered that I needed to do that for myself if I was going to take it up a notch and have more impact. So it was always about serving others. It was always about getting an idea and creating something that was different and extraordinary that people would talk about to, you know, drive sales growth, drive business growth, you know, help people get these $100 million M&A deals. That's what I was really, really good at. Okay, but the Tory Tory of five to eight or nine years old, if I were to go back, transport us back there, and I said, hey, what do you really want? Like, who do you want to be? Was there somebody like I know specifically it was either going to be Wonder Woman, the bionic woman, or Bewitched. I wanted all of the that. Well, I like bewitched as well. So right when you go right back to it, I remember sitting in my uncle's law firm in his office and looking what he was doing, making a difference for other people. And I probably thought this could be a really good profession. I'll become a lawyer. Now, here's the interesting thing about the five-point story as you go along with it. I ended up becoming my own lawyer in part Mm. four of my story and winning full custody of my daughter and a restraining order. So when you do this five point framework and I know and, we're and go around. back, go back to yeah. go back and just because I've gotten you off. Yeah. So now. We've, got, we've got the first bit, which is like early years. We've got the second bit, which is what are you stepping into? What's your career? The third bit is like you're really in your career and, you, you know, you've got all these success stories and you're top of your game and everything's looking really good. Map it all out because you'll see what your strengths and your challenges were there as well. Then the fourth point is always that game-changing moment, right? So the fourth point of that five-story framework is something's going to hit you from the universe where you have that massive wake-up call. So for me, it was, as I say, like, you know, the link, I'm loving the links that we're talking about here. It's I had to step into and stand in my power to get the keys of freedom because I was 12 years as a single mom, fighting battles no one knew about. And I had a lawyer, but I'm paying all this money out and nothing's happening. I've got a big business. I've got 22 staff, a couple of personal assistants. I've got the nanny. I've got everything happening, but I'm dead inside. Hmm. Get your shit together, Tori. Wake up. So I stepped into my power by, you know, going into the Supreme Court in Australia, the family law court, and watching what happens. And I realized in point four of my story that life was a game of Russian roulette. 
but it was the power of storytelling that I'd learned in, you know, part three of my story, really, when I was at the top of my career, creating and building that storytelling for other brands and people that I had to use that same skill set to elevate my life. Now, in part four of my story as well, I had a near-death experience, yeah, like live or die moment where I'm working so hard, I'm doing 80 hours a week, I'm a complete people pleaser, yeah, I've got a successful business, yeah, I'm surrounded by all the materialistic things, but like I say, I'm I'm dead inside. And that was my wake-up call to really change my life, which then comes into part five of your story, where are you now? So for me, that pivotal moment was, okay, I need to step up into the next level of my life. What is that going to be? Now, to be able to tell your story, which is the answer to your question, you need to be able to answer that yourself. So you go back to all those beautiful golden threads of your life and you go, what lit me up? What made me happy? What was the best advice? How am I going to step up and step forward? And so I decided at the top of my career, launching three of the biggest American brands into Australia, Steve Madden, the billion-dollar shoe man, Victoria's mm-hmm. Secret, which was before that Jeffrey Epstein awful debacle that went on, and mm-hmm. of course Drew Barrymore's Flower Beauty. Here I have these billion-dollar brands and people, but I realized every time I was launching them that something inside of me was dying. While I was excelling at what I was delivering, I needed more fulfillment. And so I remember when Drew Barrymore was out here and we created this amazing event for her at Icebergs in Bondi, which is this iconic spot. And she was getting up and she was speaking about women owning their story, stepping into their purpose, making a difference. All of a sudden, the light bulb was just like, you're going to step out of this business, Tori, and you're going to create another one. And you're going to use the framework of everything that you have experienced, learnt. And you're going to pass on that knowledge and add value to others. And so I got everyone in my job, everyone in my business, a new job. I asked them, I made the calls. Who do you want to work with? What brands do you love? And I started again when I was 44. So in answer to your question, when you understand the power of who you are, you can really relaunch yourself. Mm -hmm. So I had to be able to get up there and explain who I was what I stood for, what I stood against, what I truly valued, what set my heart on fire. Because I have this mantra that a happy heart is a magnet for miracles. If something doesn't make me happy, mm. I don't do it. I don't ah, give it my energy. I there it my is. Time. Yes. Yeah. So that's how you build a powerful business. That's how you build a powerful personal brand. That's how you become a great leader. It's leading with heart, not ego. But you will never be able to lead and make an impact if you don't know what's going on inside here, because you'll always be afraid of judgment. Mm. You've got to break free of the patterns. So let me ask you, does Drew Barrymore know the impact she had on you that day when she said about empowerment? Does she know? Not yet. You have not to. yet. That, I got to tell you, Tori, that's too good. That is too good to pass up. Like, hey, giving her that, that that was hearing her here. You're doing all this for her. And then she's up there just doing what she's supposed to do to, you know, get her get her mm. book. And what was it? Flowers. Get all this stuff. Well, you she know. got her flower beauty, which yep. was what we were representing. Yep. Flower beauty. And her whole thing when we were talking was she really wanted to get this talk show. She really wanted to create and deliver mm. her own impact. Mm. And it's really interesting. I shot my business, started Powerful Steps. 
she got back to New York, got the talk show deal. And now I believe she's one of the number one talk show hosts in your market, which is really exciting. So from that pivotal moment at Icebergs, and yes, she doesn't know what happened to me after that. No, it's too um, good to not. Because I haven't. Tell her. Yeah. I just was like, if she finds out and she hears this, thank you so much for changing oh, yeah. my life. We're going to crack this thing wide open. It's too good because <laughs> I also think impacting and helping people reach their levels when sometimes you don't even know it. You're just doing what's coming natural to you. You're just, you're putting your own passion out there and people are our messages resonate. And so I love your five point framework. I think it is so incredible. Now you did say something as you were going through that five point framework. I do want to go back to, again, some of the toughest times. And you said, you know, when, when the going gets really tough and the rejection is projection and, you know, to, to be able to overcome situations when you're feeling as you said, you know, that dead inside, like you're just, there is, there was no passion, no life. Can you share with us that relaunch that really took you to where you left, you started to do 40, you know, at age 44, you were ready to make that impact. What, what was going through your head and what challenge did you have? Well, the challenge was after a near-death experience in 2013 and we're a decade later. So yeah, I just 10 want everyone years ago. to know. Yeah, 10 years ago. I want everyone to know that changes don't happen overnight. They just they don't. They take time, they take effort. Um, and you really need to give yourself that time to be able to step up into a more powerful version of yourself. Um, I caught septicemia after that operation. And you call they it, gave wait, me wait, wait, what did you call it? Step. Septicemia, but it might be known as sepsis in your market. Ah, uh, yes. So okay. it's blood poisoning. Yep. Okay. Sepsis. So yes, when you have exactly. blood poisoning, it's it's not a nice experience. So I lost eight kilos in five days. And, you know, I was in ICU. I was given a six-month recovery. In actual fact, it was three to four years. Mm. Now, because I had a big company with a big profile with these marquee clients all around the world, I couldn't really tell anyone what was going on. So it was a success and survival story. And I had 12 rounds of antibiotics. And I remember sitting with the surgeon and the doctor. And he said to me, we just can't give you any more antibiotics. He said, I think the problem is this. You need to find happiness. You need to find happiness because a happy heart is a magnet for miracles. That mantra, and I know I've said it a couple of times in this podcast, They changed my life. He said, put yourself first. If something is not making you happy, you need to walk away from it. So the first thing that I did to start stripping out what no longer served me to create space for my transformation, right, was look at the people that I was surrounding myself with, look at the clients. And for people listening to this who have teams that grow teams, sometimes you chase the dollar, right? You chase the dollar and it may not be aligned with what's right for your business because you've got overheads. And I'd had a business development director that had bought in a lot of business and she was very successful at it, which is, you know, a big reason as to how we grew, but the clients that she bought in weren't necessarily aligned with who I was. They were the first people I called. And I said, I'm downsizing. We're not the agency for you. Here are the reasons why. And I'm going to recommend you to this person. 
Now, a lot of those people now, I made such an impact with that call. They're helping me with powerful steps because they're like, you stood in your truth. And the ones that were ego-led that just wanted to be seen with the other brands, right, purely because they wanted the flow-on effect, were incredibly nasty. But I just said to myself, I've made the right decision. So I started stripping out the wrong people for me, including like friends and family. And what that did was it created space for me to think. It created space for me to evolve. It created space for me to really, truly deep dive into what I wanted. Now, when you fast forward and you say that decision. Before you go into that, yeah, as you're growing your business, you know, there is that moment in time where you're like, oh, I need clients. I need clients. Oh. And if you, and I have found this way too many times with myself when I was creating some of my companies and other clients, sometimes we think, well, it'll pay the bills. As you said earlier, it'll pay the bills. So we'll do this one, but here's what always happens. It's a distraction. It gets you on the wrong path. And then all of a sudden you've got a business that was never the intention at the beginning. So I love that you said that. And this happy heart, this happy mm. heart that you're talking about when you were deciding, like you said, you had this, this person that you just, you know, had to go. How do you make those decisions? How do you make a decision that, you know what? this isn't right, this isn't the direction, this isn't the person, this isn't, what is it about them? It came down to energy. Do you want to be around toxic energy or do you want to be around really high vibrational energy? And I think through recovering from sepsis, I recognized that for me, it was all about the good energy. And it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the abundance. It was about just feeling good, you know, just feeling good. And it brought me back to when I first started my business, you know, back in my early 20s, that feeling of just, I'm so passionate again. Yeah. So you go on this whole rung because you've got rid of the toxic people. But you know, that that's a tough decision. I mean, here's another tough decision. We had um someone in our business attraction program the other day. She was speaking about an experience about how she had 20 staff and got rid of all of them and sat in her office one day. And it reminded me to put in my five-point story a time when I remember watching Prince William marry Princess Kate. And mm. I was sitting down with my family and my dad was like, you've got so many toxic people in your business, right? He goes, I think you should just hire someone independent to sit at reception, bring them in one by one and get rid of all the toxic people. And you're going to sit back at the end of the day and you're going to feel really good. Because what happens in a business is you have really good runs where you have great energy and it takes one person to sweep through for you not to want to come to work. And we've all been there whether we're leading a team or a business. And I really sat in that and I thought, am I brave enough to do that? And it was just before I turned 30 and I did it. I actioned it. And I remember sitting in my office. And I think at that point, I didn't even have 10 staff. I maybe had eight or nine staff, but I had a good business. And I thought, oh my gosh, this just feels so good. Now, do you know what? Making that decision opened up some of the biggest opportunities in my professional career because I entered my 30s 
And here I was working with Zara, like misguided, next UK. We launched Mulberry into Australia, Shopbot, Nima Marcus, Evelyn, like you name it. If I had not made that decision, watching Prince William and, you know, Princess Kate get married and have the balls to go in there and actually take someone else's advice, that next chapter wouldn't have opened. So you, you've got to lean into the difficult decisions and as uncomfortable as they make you feel. Like it is never great, you know, asking someone to leave your business. It's never great leaving a bad relationship or a bad friendship. It's just not a good thing. But what you've got to lean into is how you're going to feel afterwards, because how you're going to feel afterwards is going to add to that incredible energy that you can bring to add greater value and impact to the people that you choose to serve. And I feel that that philosophy of leaning into hard decisions and not being afraid to stand in my power has definitely set me up for success and better opportunities. And it's something that I teach other people now. And it's interesting that when you pay for that knowledge, like that lady did in my program this past week saying that she did that, I was like, that's a story that I need to share more often. And when you talk about how do you build your brand, how do you tell your story, when you do it in the Google Doc and these little ideas come into your head or these experiences, what you do is you just go back in and you fill it out. This happened in stage three or stage four of my life. And this is what opened the gateway to more opportunity. Now, the reason why you do that five point story framework is that so when you're doing podcast interviews, when you're building a brand, when you're creating your content for LinkedIn or other social channels, you're not just speaking to people, you're actually showing people that you've been on the journey with them. Now, when you can show people that you've been on a journey that they're going through, what you're doing is just like a product or a service, you're showing them the way, you're leading them, you know, to the top of the mountain <laughs> so that they can then pay forward their knowledge as well. So it's really important to sit in that hot, beautiful mess of life, those <laughs> difficult situations, yeah, we find ourselves in. And this Buddhist monk once, I write about it in my book as well, he sat me down when I was going through this transformational process and trying to find my happy heart. And he said to me, Tori, look, you know, you're at the halfway mark of your life now, I was in my mid-40s. And he says to me, you know what, you can think of the challenge that you're facing like this. Do you want to marinate in shit for another 45 years? <laughs> and just place yourself in that shit. It's a Buddhist monk in Thailand in his beautiful little office. And, and I was like, no, I don't. And he goes, well, here's the second choice. You can do that for 45 minutes. And when I went back to Australia, I do remember struggling to find solutions. To, there were big challenges I was facing. And I sit in it for 45 minutes and I go, boom, okay, there's the answer. Or he said, when you're elevated, when you are working at the mm. highest peak performance to really serve and add value to others, he said, you will see a challenge. And within 45 seconds, you're like, I'm not even sniffing that shit. You're like, boom. 45 you're seconds, your- not 45 yeah. minutes anymore. We're talking seconds, everyone. We're 45 <laughs> seconds because there were three options, yeah? There were three options. Sit in it for 45 years, which is waste your life, 45 minutes, which I struggled with at first. I couldn't find the solutions. I was in the way of myself. I needed to move out of my own way. But then 45 seconds, like everything for me is like 45 seconds. And I know you know Hank as well. 
<laughs> Hank tried this out over a weekend when I was in um, New York and he came back to me and he goes, this is life-changing, Tori. We're going to turn this into a campaign, which we are going to be launching mm. in the next four weeks because that advice that I got given transformed my life. So mm. I don't have any negativity around me now. I'm literally like, you know what? This has happened. Great. What's the solution? Or who do I call to help me navigate that solution? Because it's always important to ask for help. Do you know what I love about that example is that if it smells like shit, it is shit, right? It is shit. <laughs> shit. Yeah. So <laughs> why spend more than 45 seconds there? I really like that. Unfortunately, we have zipped through our time and I would love to let people know where they can find you and how they can work with you. Oh, thank you so much, Hillary. I'm like a bit of a chatter, so... <laughs> So I good, really though. enjoyed it. This is the fastest so ever. We can connect on LinkedIn. I love meeting people in LinkedIn. I think it's the hub of a community. So it's Tori Archbold. Our website is powerful-steps.com. My podcast is Powerful Stories, of which Hillary will be sharing the power of her story as well. And of course, if you want to just deep dive into how you can back yourself with self-belief, my latest book is Self-Belief is Your Superpower. Ah, Tori, so fun. I thank you for lighting my day up. This was amazing. And we will make sure to have everything in the show notes, the relaunch podcast, you can go there, you can find out more links will be there. And again, check out her book, because there is a lot more to come. And you're going to have to listen to when I am on her show, because I'm going to continue this Drew Barrymore opportunity for her again an opportunity to share and let her know that she impacted you so much so thank you again and everyone look forward to the next time we are together live now love now relaunch now take care you've just heard another episode of the relaunch podcast if something shared in this episode resonated with you please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review and share this episode with others to inspire them to take the small steps that lead to a life full of purpose and possibility. And remember, you can have immediate access to the show notes and any giveaways at therelaunchco.com backslash podcast. Until next week, now is your time to relaunch your transition into a transformation.